You're listening to the Library Pros Podcast with Chris and Bob, a techie librarian and a computer IT guy discussing libraries, technology, and all things this side of the reference desk. Thanks, Carl. Hi, and welcome to episode 41 of the Library Pros Podcast. This podcast episode was recorded at the Long Island Library Conference in Melville, New York. Uh, we had a whole bunch of uh, people on. Uh, it's a short. This is a short episode. It's only about 20, 25 minutes long. So it's like a mini episode. But we were able to uh, speak with Nick Tanzi from the Mastic Mauritius Shirley Community Library. And we were able to speak with Ellen Fire and Carolyn Tack and Marisa Crowley from the Merrick Library. Again, return visitors to the podcast. Uh, and we talked about a whole bunch of different things going on at the actual uh, conference. So if you could excuse the background noise, we were in the lobby of a hotel. Have a listen. Tell us what you think. And we will be on again soon with some more great guests. We are here today at the Long Island Library Conference. And oh boy, do we have a table full of people. <laughs> we're back. Oh no. It is the Merrick crew. The Merrick Woo-hoo! Library people. So say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hello. And this is without cocktails. This is just That wait. comes later. Nice. I placed the order, so. Very good. I, I ran the flag up the pole, so they'll know where to bring it. What have you guys seen? What have you done? You guys presented today, right? Ellen presented this morning. She was terrific. If you missed that program, you can find those slides on the website. What is the library? What is the website for? I forgot. Just Google Long Island Library Conference 2018. Yeah. You should be able to find Because those slides are amazing. It was really exciting. We did a program on the future of reference and discussed all the process we went through to do surveys and roundtables. But my part, which was exciting, was the future of reference and possibilities and challenges and opportunities. Robots and lasers, right? <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> no, but I think it was good because what you covered were not just the robots and the lasers, but how to make the most, take the most the staff has to offer. The Reader's Advisory, the things that made us our business, our core constituencies, and that really came out, and it was was not something to be afraid of. The future wasn't something to be afraid of, and I think you did a great job explaining that. Well, thank you, but we're looking forward to the rest of the conference. I'm excited to be here. We have Marisa here. I'm just here because I'm part of the original crew. I didn't present. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yes, Carolyn is, is presenting club. later. This is Maurice is the fan club here. But Carolyn is presenting later and but I think she wants to talk to you a little bit about her own podcasting experience that she's developed at the America Library. Tell us about I heard something about this podcast. Oh, Tell us about yes. it. What's my what's my closing line? Thanks to Christy Christopher. No, no, thank library. you to the board. Well, I always say the board and Ellen, because if without them that would ne- never right. have happened. Never have happened. So I always that's my always big sign off. So yeah, tell us about your podcast. What's so the name do, of it? And give us it's a plug. Top Shelf at Merrick Library. Mm-hmm. I do it every week, pretty much. I like to do a recap of the week, anything that went on during the week at Merrick Library. So if we had programs, if we had guests, if we had people. Hi, Nick. Nick Tansy is lurking Nick, in the background, looking to throw things at me. <laughs> there's, an, there's an open mic. You can there's step an open in. Mic. Get Come in on, here. Nick. Come on, Join us. Oh, here comes Nick. The Merrick Library is very inclusive. We, yes, we, we like to bring everyone. Sure. We'll even let people from the Massive Mauritius Shirley Library. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon the disco ball is going to drop down. Oh, nice. And there's we'll there's be... people staring at us now, which is perfect. That's, yes, That's, yes. I just need some scotch tape so I can hold up the sign. Oh, you know? we need to put it on the front of the table. Yeah, we'll, we'll do something like that. Fix this up for you. 
But yes, yeah, so on Friday though, I'm going to be podcasting from the May the Fourth Be With You event in the children's room. Lovely. You're so, going to stream it on Facebook Live too. I'm hoping to do the Facebook Live. I have to call my friend Chris to make sure I do it right. <laughs> yeah, I hear he's terrible. No, he's good. He's really okay. He has no idea what he's doing. That's what Nick says. I don't know. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, Chris has a heart of gold. His heart's in the right place. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know about the brain. Right, Just the heart. right. <laughs> That's optional. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us more about your presentation. What, what is the future holding for libraries? I think it really depends on your community. And what the future is, is turning outward, finding out the needs and aspirations of the community, and getting involved in what that community needs. So it's not easy to have a prescription that one size fits all. You really have to know what your community needs, but we need to readjust the model of waiting for people to come to our reference desks. There has to be more for the librarians to do when we realize only 15% of questions are readers' advisory, in any kind of intensive questions other than directional or you know, help me make a copy. So there's so much work we have to do to really utilize our skills. And it makes a lot of sense too, because we always talk here on this podcast about reinventing libraries. And we don't really need to reinvent ourselves because we already have. It's a matter of Absolutely. implementation now. And like you said, the most important thing is what that patron population is looking for. Nick and I talked about that today in our presentation. You know, you can build the, the biggest, shiniest, fanciest thing. And if nobody's interested in it, who cares? It's the so what factor. And that's what happened even with makerspaces. When we first went with a makerspace, a lot of people were skeptical. But in our community, it made sense. I'm not saying it's for every community. In our community, it made a ton of sense. And we've been successful since 2012, I think it is. We've been doing it for a long time. But we really try to answer the needs of our community. And that's what the, the future holds is getting out from the desk. I actually used Sachem as an example. You have a cold? <laughs> as an example of using iPads so that you don't have to come back to that Titanic desk to do your reference. You can actually continue the reference interview where you are in the stacks or where you are in the library at whatever service you're doing. And I thought that was a great idea. Well, you know what it is? It's because that reference interview continues when you're in the stacks and right. it evolves over time. So if you have resources at your hand in your hand, whether it, I mean, so many people use their phones, but you know, if, if they were equipped with a 9.7 inch iPad or Samsung right. Galaxy tablet mm -hmm. or whatever they need to, to give more information digitally, it just makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, if you just need the steps for your Fitbit, then fine, bring them back to the desk. But. Well, but typically we will walk them into the stacks, and then while we're there, we continue the entire reference interview, figure out what they need, and then when we're at that point, we'll say, if you're not finding what you're looking for here, come let me show you the databases you have access to. So then we bring them and show them the ProQuest and all the other options they have to get more information on what they're looking for. But we could do that right on the yeah, spot if we with have having it. something with us. So we gave a few examples of libraries doing things like appointments for reference to get more intensive with the question, the more intensive questions we're getting, and just other suggestions and opportunities. And the fact that we are needed, we're needed in a world of misinformation to continue to get the right information and correct information out there. So it's really essential for reference librarians to exist 
but to know how to go forward. Well, you know what this also fosters too? I mean, sometimes we need to go past the reference interview and develop relationships with patrons. Oh, absolutely. Even if you see that patron three times a year or whatever it is, they know, oh yeah, that's the guy that helped me with this. Maybe he can help me with that. And you start that conversation and it starts, it begins to build a relationship with the people in the community. And, and that really makes a lot of sense. That's typically how they come to the reference desk. They'll yes. say, oh, I, I remember you. You helped me with, you helped my son with such and such. So now you've already started that relationship and it becomes more of a, a better transaction. And I, they I, recognize I, Sorry. No, it's okay. I think we all recognize that the reference desk is always kind of operated as a barrier. Um, yes. You're putting distance between you and the patron. And with a mobile device, you're, you're much more approachable because it it's an intimidating thing, particularly for the young kids. <laughs> well, we've taken a step further, and it has to do with my philosophy of being part of the community. And this is controversial, but a lot of people require a very strict dress code. I feel if you walked into an Apple store, would you go to the guy in a suit or the guy in the geek in the jeans that is going to help you? So we have much more casual dress in our library, and it's gone over well because we're part of the community. It's another way for us to show how we're part of the community, and they, we're reflecting what they have and what they do. Yeah, we're with them, not somebody in a suit or a dress or a skirt right. or anything. With the barrier right. that's preventing right. that kind of conversation. Anyway, I'm going to call this to close because it's getting close to the time for me to make another little speech. So I will go now. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Chris. It's always a pleasure. Oh, thanks for stopping by. So, Nick, what's going on with you? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. Well, we just uh, we did a presentation this morning. I know we were at um, Ellen's. Otherwise, we would have you know, crashed that. Apology not accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about what we talked about? Sure, we were talking about, uh, this was with Chris, so we yeah. were talking about fostering entrepreneurship and at the really library through technology. Yep. So just, um, you know, a lot of it was explaining where as much as things are new, they're still the same. So um, libraries have always kind of done things uh, to foster entrepreneurship. You know, we just haven't always thought of it in the context of a makerspace. So, you know, we looked at broad trends, some of the things that are going on with the gig economy and with um, the side hustle and that folks, about 25% of full-time and fully employed people are actually uh, have a second source of income. And looking at broader data, a fair portion of them are actually using Etsy. Um, right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. About 7% of people are using Etsy for that purpose. Um, and about 30% are actually doing... Um, you know, a lot of um, web development, a lot of coding, a lot of those types of uh, uh, graphic design. So that's what the, your library is doing. Is that facilitating well, the, any of These are broad that? trends, and yeah, then okay. this is a lot of stuff that, you know, any library with Adobe um, suite um, is certainly capable of helping um, with makerspaces, proof of concept, and prototyping, and kind of being a lab where you can, you can try that's and fail great. before taking it to the market. So those slides will be up also because we missed that. Yeah, I think we, we uh, presented with James Hutter from, uh, from Port Washington. Oh, great. He, um, I think he was facilitating that end of it for us. All right, good. Okay. He was the brains in the operation. The two, he just dragged us two along for uh, window dressing. Oh. Yep. Yeah. All right, thank you, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of either of you as window dressing. No, not at all. Now I have a whole different opinion. Thanks for stopping over, Lisa. <laughs> thank you. And joining us is one of the awesome Sallies. It's Sally Stiglitz from Adelphi University, one of the three awesome Sallies, and we the only one Sally's. in the United States. Sally librarians. Yes. 
we need our own hashtag. Sally. I know, you do, don't you? It's great. Sally. Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Nice to We're meet Twitter you. Friends. What's that? Yes, we are. Yeah, Twitter friends. We all live together on Twitter. It's so nice to meet you in person. You too. Nice to It's great. Packed. How many people do you? I have no idea. It's a very, very big year. What's your Twitter handle? It's at C-A-T. I think it's Carol Ann T. Oh, Carol Ann Tech. You don't know what your Twitter handle is? I can't remember. You're such a good marketer. She's a nice retweeter. She, she has a lot of burner accounts. She tends to harass people, and then when they get close... I am a little bit of a troll. I try to keep a distance. <laughs> we have uh, Twitter friends in uh, Australia and New Zealand. Yes. I hope they're Amy, listening. Sally and Sally. Sally, yeah, Sally... Um, I can't pronounce it. I, the one, yeah, Sally in New Zealand, I can't pronounce her last name. It begins with a P, Sally yeah. I, I'm not even going to try it. And then we have um, Sally, Sally Turbot from Turbot and Doc. So, so we, you've Amy. all become like the, the trifecta of, say, of Sally's. But we need awesome. to arrange a meeting. We're Hawaii. trying to figure that out. We're trying to figure out where the halfway point would be. We're not Hawaii. sure if it's going to be in Peru <laughs> or Chile or Hawaii. I'm up to it. I remember we have to bring our spouses. Sally found an island in the, South Pacific, the North Pacific called Banana Island. And that was exactly halfway between New York and Sydney. Who's there? I think it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a direct flight from JFK. I think Hawaii makes sense. Yeah, it's a lot closer for us than it is for them. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. But you know what? Anywhere is not close to Australia. So That's they're like true. an 18-hour flight to Hong Kong. Yeah. So they're really in the middle of nowhere. If we can swing business class, we talk. Right, exactly. And apologies to all the Australian listeners that we have. We're not making fun of you. We're just stating a fact. Wow. Good day. <laughs> Good eye, mate. Oh, I Good was day, hoping mate. he wasn't going to do that. Yeah. Oh, I was really hoping I'm not we do dodged that. it. It's terrible. So we're starting maybe podcasting at Adelphi. We're still creeping along in our plans. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's it takes good. a while to get the approvals. Well, you know, we're partnering, partnering with different campus groups to see who has interest, who are the stakeholders, get the equipment location, but we're hoping to host it in the library because it really appeals to so many different campus groups. Right. And you uh, you started that. You're the kindling. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've got that's a that's of, two for you today. That's, that's kind of scary, isn't it? You got married. You have the Delphi. You're like, like patient one, the podcast of one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. The Library Pros Podcast, right? A cautionary tale? <laughs> And they're like, oh, the, the do not do this list. Oh, nice. <laughs> what not to do with a yeah. podcast. Number one, no Australian accents. No, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Limit yourself to three Sally's. <laughs> we got to reach out and find two more Sally's. Sally's. Oh, that's hysterical. Contact us at the library pros. <laughs> yeah, right. If there are any other Sally's out there, we'll have to put it out there on Twitter, too. I mean, you never need another Sally. It's not Chris, you know? <laughs> I know, right? And it's Sally. It's such a not common name anymore. I know. But maybe in Australia it's more common. It should move. Probably is. <laughs> well, you know, if, if it all goes to hell, we know we can fly down to Australia. We steal a sailboat. That's, and some that of seems, us can do more than that. That seems imminent, so I might have to fly standby. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's so funny watching people walk past us and stare at us. I guess this is like when you... 
when you walk past like a radio studio, like over at the airport, at MacArthur Airport, they have that radio studio and everybody walks by and is like kind of looking in. Have you ever seen anybody in there? I have, just in the morning now. The rest of the time it's all taped away. That's what's so good about doing this podcast, the Merrick Library, Top Shelf of Merrick Library, in the children's room. Because all these kids and their parents are going to come in, they're going to see what we're doing, they're going to get on the mic and they'll be able to listen to themselves. It's just, it's a great thing. It's fun. I think they're really going to be excited when they see it. They're going to do the same thing. They'll get all starstruck thinking, what's going on? I want to be part of it. You know what's so interesting about podcasting? It's called Cutting Edge and Old Fashioned. Right. At the same time. Yeah, at the same time. When you think about radio and a day of radio and how it then just became like serious at them. And now uh-huh. we're back into the uh, the many platforms and talking and people getting the public digital. radio, right? Going back to public radio. So we listen. Of course, my favorite podcast is at the library. Podcast, Thank you. Of course. <laughs> but I also listen to um, to some other ones that are really great. Obviously, NPR. You guys should come on. Yes. Uh, yeah, come yes, on. Come we got on. an open mic. We're inviting more people. All right. I'm going to sign off. Okay. I'll be back. It was good to see okay, you guys. Okay, Carolyn. I'm sorry I missed that program. I know Top Shelf no at Merrick Library. Top uh-huh. Shelf at Merrick Library. I'm adding <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Nice. Ah. Hey, you go, hey, come on in. Grab headphones. Hello. Hey, Jessica. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? Good. Tell everybody where you're from. Um, I'm from Sayoset Library. And... Um, I also am part of the Pop Culture Committee of NCLA. Cool. And yeah. So how are things going? Things are going really well. Um, actually, if you if you permit me, we were actually looking for a quiet place to uh, do an interview for a podcast we're starting at Sayasa. Uh, I'm sorry, Tegan. Uh, we're actually uh, we were actually just about to look for a uh, quiet place to do an interview for. Hopefully, we're planning to launch some sort of podcast at Sayasit. Okay. See what I'm saying. But um, podcast one. Yeah, I know this is crazy. It's like a whole center of podcasting here. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I wish it was a little bit lower in sound here, but yeah, that's why I think we're going to try to duck into some place. You know, but, what? Um, we could take one of the elevators. You guys, Do it uh, in the elevator, right? <laughs> well, I, I think the acoustics are great in the restroom. Oh, great. But that's that's good to know. But, yeah, um, thank you for letting me hop on. Yeah, sure. Sure. How's it going with, with, your, uh, with the planning? It's going really well. I want to launch it in June. And um, right now, actually, our speaker is a Syacid alum who's working in children's television. So we figured this would be a perfect time to just kind of get our first interview in. I know it's kind of on the fly, but sometimes that's the way to roll. Absolutely. And then if you wanted to do it here, I could set you up here. That's not a problem. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Not? That sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. Sure. All See right. that? On the fly. You're amazing. Okay. On the fly. No, 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 no. This is just fun stuff. Awesome. Excellent. Okay. Um, what do you so do you need a sideline reporter for the buffet lunch? I can do that. <laughs> no, I already took that job. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a cord that's more than eight feet, though. I need press credentials so I can cut the buffet line. <laughs> How did you feel about the tilapia? <laughs> <laughs> it was better than last year. I wonder if it's the same food as last year, too. You, you could actually you could do a food podcast with this one. You can diversify. Actually, if you could move around and just interview people at the buffet line. That I so wish awesome. I had a battery pack. I could carry this with me. I know. I have the backpack for it. It's not a battery pack. It's a, it's a regular 12-volt. At the, library, at the Library Pro's Travel Edition. 
I could be like uh, one tradition. What, what did I think Jay Leno used to do? Interview people and ask them really, you know, simple man questions. The they didn't know the answer. Yeah, man on the street. We could call it librarian on the street. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna go join up the lunch group. Okay. Don't stand between a librarian and a buffet. Exactly. <laughs> yep, it's about that time. It is. Thank you for uh, inviting me to speak with you this morning. Yeah, sure. Thanks for coming pleasure. over. Enjoy the, uh, the conference. So that is the end of episode 41. We didn't have any other guests, so we didn't end it the traditional way we usually do. But we just wanted to say thank you to everybody who appeared um, and talked to us during the conference. And again, this is a shorter episode than we usually do. And we will uh, be back soon with some more great guests.